Hello and welcome to Across the Acres, a Bex Hybrids podcast, where our goal is to connect, challenge, and inspire each and every one of you by interviewing others whom have a story or message to share. I'm your host, David Ringer, and with me today is our ever-faithful producer and engineer, Morgan Fitch. What's up? How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know, your beard looks especially good today. Well, it's a Christmas season, so the whites are coming out a little oh, more, you know. Oh, I see. You're channeling your inner Santa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for exactly. You. Fun fact, my dad looks just like the Coca-Cola Santa. Really? Yes. Does he use a lot, use this to his advantage? Like, does he get paid to be Santa? No. I wish. That'd be amazing. He really should. Like a mall Santa or a... No, no. Just royalties from Coca-Cola. That would work. So... Couple yeah. million a year, yeah. Help supplement things, you know. You're yeah. actually serious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of the one and only David Fed- Frederick. Sorry, I can't talk today. He is joining us. We are thrilled to have him as our guest today. David, you have been a veteran of our organization for quite some time, and uh, yeah. I would like to to say on the out front here, we recorded an episode with David almost a year and a half ago. And then he changed jobs, got a grandchild, um, turned into Superman. What else did you do in the last year and a half? <laughs> seems like a lot. It seems like an awful we lot. We packed a lot in a year. You're one of the orig- OG guests. He is. Like, he is. you were number two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Crazy. But yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. So A lot has changed, and that's why we brought you back well, to re-record. Glad to be here. We're thrilled to have you. And uh, Morgan, before we get too far into this, do we want to warn David that this is being video recorded and that it's going to go live on every social media platform in the world? Uh, sure. Sure. The, the whole, Not the whole thing, but there's clips and pictures. Just clips and pictures. Okay. So Prob- it's good you combed your Watch hair. your mouth, David. You guys probably should do your homework because I am banned from a few social media platforms. <laughs> oh, that we don't need to dive into no. that one today. <laughs> no, not worried about that at all. Uh, but David, tell us a little bit about you. Kick us yeah, off. Sure. Um, yeah. So been with Bex now uh, almost twenty one years. So wow. January first will be my official twenty first anniversary here at Bex. So obviously a lot of change in twenty one years. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. But. Uh, um, still farm today uh, in Clinton County um, with my dad and my daughters are helping us now. So that, that's a lot of fun. But uh, that's how I ended up at Beck's. I uh, came as a customer to a uh, field show, my first field show. And like many customers that show up on a, on a tour, um, the attraction of the personalities, the people, the facilities, just the experience of showing up that day. I was like, I want to work here. I got an application that day, uh, literally went to Tony at the front desk, figured out how to get the application, um, and then pursued a job. And so, uh, it was, it was quite a process, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's been a fantastic ride. And what job did you apply for here? Well, um, at the time I, we had just transitioned from working in the automotive industry and, uh, for six years in, in marketing, uh, right out of Purdue and uh, was moving home to help my dad farm. And so I was actively looking for another marketing role uh, someplace in the Indianapolis area. There was not a marketing department at the time at Bex. And so uh, 
I interviewed and, and told them that there were some things I could help them with. And I was passionate about ag and, and had a degree from Purdue in, in uh, computer graphics. And I thought that uh, be the best of both worlds at, at Bex and they bought it. Yeah, suckers. <laughs> I love it. So that's really where the marketing department was kind of born uh, at Bex. So Scott, Scott Beck and I kind of tag teamed and it was, uh, uh, it was a great, situation where I sat real close to Scott. My office was in close proximity to him in the boardroom and they come in out of the boardroom with an idea. Scott and I would talk about it and we'd bring it to life on paper or digitally. So very cool. What kind of technology were you using back then to create this? Um, colored pencils and scissors, Zacto knives, that kind of stuff. Wow. Rocks. Chisels, yeah, some of that carving yeah. in stone. <laughs> exacto wow. knives scare me. Yeah, yeah, they're a dangerous weapon. Yeah, you do want to be careful with those. So back yeah. up just a minute, though. Um, your lovely bride and kids. Introduce them. Sure. Grandchild. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, my wife Julie uh, of uh, seventeen years now, I believe. Eighteen, um, if I can do the math in my head there. So. Uh, we have, uh, five children, um, two, uh, uh, are my stepchildren, Luke and Michaela. Luke is 25 and Michaela is, uh, she just turned 23 and Michaela has uh, a daughter named Isla. So yes, I'm now a grandfather and she's a sweet little girl. Um, and then Julie and I have three other girls, uh, Haley, Addison and Kendall. So 17, 13 and 12. So that uh, are keeping us hopping with all their sports activities and, and horseback riding, which you can yes, sympathize with. Absolutely. And I had the pleasure of going on a missions trip with Julie and Michaela. Had a great time with them. I learned things, Morgan, about Dave that <laughs> we're not going to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Beyond your initial passion for Bex, just being on the campus, seeing mm-hmm. what you saw, now that you're working with Scott, what did you think of the family? Oh, it was uh, apparent, you know, very early on, even in the interview process, that uh, the authenticity of not only the family, but the the other uh, staff that I got to interact with, just because it was at Bex, you got to understand the thing that they've trademarked is this interview process. Yes. Right. They really get to know you before they're going to bring you into the fold. And so it took five interviews. Wow. So you survived. I survived, but I got to know them as they got to know me. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, I could tell early on in the process, it was a place that, uh, I wanted to call home for a long time. Good. What is your current role now? So yeah, I'm the dealer manager for our Eastern territory. So that, that encompasses Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Okay. And our last guest, Mr. Newcomb, dealer manager for the West he described the dealer manager role, but how would you characterize what it is you do on a day-to-day basis? I would characterize it very similar uh, to what we did in marketing as, as far as um, encouraging, equipping, and then educating. Uh, but we do it on the dealer network instead of through marketing and the tools of marketing. Uh, on the dealer side, we kind of go a couple steps deeper in the tools and resources that we provide. Um all the policies and procedures that go with managing the dealer network and making sure that it's a healthy 
uh, dealer network for the company. That's the main thing that uh, I would say the dealer managers do is is, is really <clears throat> keeping a, a close eye on our entire dealer network and the policies and procedures that kind of help guide and support them and making sure that that's kind of living and breathing and changing all the time because as we continue to grow, the needs change. And, and so that's where Craig and Tim and I having 63 years of experience combined really can uh, help examine what the needs are for the dealer network at all times. That's extremely impressive. 63 years. That's I, cool. I've earned my gray hair, Morgan. Yes. Yes, he has. <laughs> That's amazing. It is. It's super cool because how many organizations can make that kind of a claim that their support team for their dealer force has that kind of experience within a singular organization? You know, the, the part to me that's, you know, back to the interview process and it's intentional, uh, the leadership team and the Beck family, when they put together a team like this, like Craig, Tim and I, it wasn't accidental. They didn't just like, you know, say, Hey, you'll fit this job. They intentionally think about the fact that they want that much experience, helping guide, lead support, uh, our dealers, especially as we're going out looking for new ones to bring into the culture. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of, uh, great people, uh, that are leading, Becks that are aware there, nothing just happens. You heard that today at extravaganza, you know, nothing just happens. It's, it's opportunity, uh, with initiative that creates success. And, uh, that's kind of what our leadership team embodies. Well said. Very well said. One of the things that sparked our interest in interviewing you is you simply bleed passion. There's just something about spending time with David Frederick that is just, wow, you're, you're going to feel how much you are passionate for not only being a husband and a father, but you're passionate for Bex. You're extremely passionate for helping dealers. And you started that with your marketing role. That was mm-hmm. one of the main things you did was to support the dealer network. Yeah. Now you transition to this administrative role, still supporting the dealer network. How do you keep up that level of passion and energy? You know, for me, I feed off of, uh, I don't know, I call it fun. I like to have fun. You know, we have a choice every day when we wake up if we're going to have a good day or a bad day. Now, there's certain things that happen to us that make it, whether it's a different level of good or bad, right? Absolutely. But we have a choice to make every day. And uh, the days that I laugh or cry, well, actually, let me back up. I remember listening to Jimmy Valvano, Valvano's last speech. Yes. And he said, uh, you should laugh, learn something significant and cry, but laugh and cry were in there. I forget what the third was, but, uh, he's like, that's a full day. That's a good day. And, uh, so I don't know about the crying part every day, but, uh, the laughing part, definitely. Um, you know, in marketing, when we brought on Sean and that's the thing that was a culture within the marketing department, within the culture of at Bex is, is the laughter, the camaraderie. And I know that within every department, they have their own little subculture. But uh, for me, my passion is driven by feeling good and helping others feel good. And that's a lot of that comes down to solving problems, right? How can we work Absolutely. together to solve this and to move forward and to do it and have fun? And so that's really what drives my passion is, is I don't want a day to suck. Amen to that. So if we can have a good day, why not have good days? Yeah. As opposed to bad days. Yeah. 
the culture, passion, fun, all, all of that mixed together. Mm-hmm. But in that is this ball of fun that you are, who enjoys motocross, snowmobiling, horseback riding. Yep. Are you a bit of an adrenaline junkie? <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From a young age, um, I wanted to participate with anything that had a motor on it. So it started off with a, a go-kart. My grandfather got me, uh, quickly moved to, uh, my first snowmobile that my dad bought me, um, in 1983, uh, the last John Deere snowmobile off the showroom floor that our local John Deere dealership had. That's uh, cool. It was a John Deere Snowfire. It was an 84 model that I got in 83. Um, but, uh, then my first three-wheeler the following year for Christmas. A big red. I got a big red. Yes. I was on, sitting on the front porch uh, for Christmas morning. So well, you had uh, a good dad. My dad My dad loved to play. So he was a pilot. So um, airplanes right out the back door. We had a runway there at the house. And, and, you, so, and you're a pilot, correct? I am. I do have my pilot's license. And so, uh, so yeah, if it's got a motor, uh, bring it on. Morgan, I think we just found who's going to fly the private jet for us to the Caymans. Uh, yeah. You go with that? <laughs> We're going to do some across the acres down there, and yeah. we need a pilot. Are hey. you up on your METARs and all the uh, all the mapping? Uh, we can Google it. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that's why iPhones exist. You just type that in, and we'll figure it out together. Yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll make it down there. I'm sure we can yeah. do that. You two, why don't you two go on a test flight? And then when you come back, you can pick me up. And oh, then how we, kind we of hey, I've yeah. seen Noel and Jeff up there. There's a couple buttons you hit, and it kind of does it on some. <laughs> yeah, those guys really don't know what they're doing. I mean, let's be honest. Those things fly themselves. Oh, Can't yeah. be that complicated. Anything else that keeps you busy? Obviously, farming is extremely busy. Mm-hmm. And dad, your dad? Yep. So dad and I uh, farming together. Um you know, years ago when we had more time, we would go fishing together. He would take me on uh, some Canada fishing trips and that kind of stuff that's uh, always been a passion of his. Uh, but yeah, um, really today it's it's going to a lot of softball games with, with our daughter Kendall. Um, uh, uh, volleyball, all three of our daughters are still playing volleyball. And then my uh, 17-year-old, the horseback riding, she does eventing. And so that takes us... Uh, pretty much from Kentucky up to Michigan and through Indiana, uh, doing her eventing. So she's, she's pretty passionate about it. She's does a great job. And that would include English writing. Am I right? Yeah. Eventing is really three, three disciplines. It's, uh, the dressage, which is basically, uh, the rider and the horse working together to do movements. Um, and then, uh, cross country and then stadium that you see like in the Olympics where they they're jumping over the bars and they keep setting the bars higher. So it's pretty impressive uh, to watch her make an animal do what it, it can do. Yeah, absolutely. The skill that it takes to do that is yeah. extreme. So she's, she's pretty proud of the fact that at 16 uh, she was able to take her own pickup back up without a backup camera to her trailer and hitch up without having to move the truck. Farm girl can survive. The farm girl can survive. I like it. That's right. Very good. Do you ride? Um, no, I okay. I did try a few times. You tried. Good I tried. For you. And uh, but there just wasn't a motor in between my legs, uh, and it did not work out as well. It was only one horsepower, and you need more. Ooh, well said. <laughs> there's a lot of truth. To that. And no exhaust. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's exhaust, but it's not the <laughs> not the kind you like. Oh, that's uh, yeah. good. Yep. It didn't fall off though. 
Uh, no, did not fall off. Was very close to falling off. Okay, but, that was that was far enough. Yeah, close enough. You're good. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. What benefits and challenges do you find though with this life of passion that you choose choose to lead? There's obviously pros and cons. So walk us through some of them. Well, obviously it's it's about um, time management. You know, uh, we have a big family and they deserve time. And you know, I think that's the the biggest whole is is how do you manage equal time to you know we farm right at a thousand acres 900 and some acres and uh, um, and then working for Bex full-time you know it's and then a family that deserves time as well Uh, we're pretty involved in our church so I'm a lay leader at our church which requires board meetings and I'm there every Sunday I do all the audiovisual and anything digital has to be done with church Um, I kind of manage that. And so it's just a lot of stuff. Then when you start adding in all the kids activities, so it's time management, it's, is the biggest challenge. And, uh, but you know, we're making it work. You are. Does Julie ever get jealous of your time? Um, yes, that's okay. That's fair. Right. That happens (laughs) to us all. You know what? She's great. She's, uh, she's adapting, you know, we've got the grandbaby now that's uh, occupying some of her time. Yeah. And so she's, uh, she's real happy to do that. And, uh, she's still, uh, obviously heavily involved in, in, uh, the girls activities that we still have at home. You bet. Does she ever help farm? She does. Um, she loves driving the combine. So, uh, it's hard to get my dad out of the seat of that, that combine, but, uh, uh, she's, she has been in there. She does a great job. She's very capable. The girls are starting to learn the grain cart. Kendall, our youngest, learned this year uh, to trace wow. Grandpa around the field. Um, so uh, she's not quite confident enough to fill the semi. But uh, the girls love getting in the grain cart and, and uh, taking it around the field. And so, uh, um, yeah, we've got uh, next generation in training. Good. Excellent. That's, that is the most important piece. You're carrying on a legacy. Your dad taught you. His grandpa probably taught him, and now it's being carried on to your daughters, and that's that's powerful. The source of this energy and passion that you have, mm-hmm. where would you describe that coming from? Oh, I say it's a great combination of both my parents. My mom was a, a school teacher, so okay. um, you know school teachers are amazing and their ability to uh, pour themselves into their their kids, and so I think a, a lot of that energy comes from from her. Uh, and my dad was uh, was an incredible athlete, um, and so he's passionate about winning and uh but like i said he likes to fish so he also likes to take time to have fun so i think it's a great combination of of both of the influence that uh, that they had on me absolutely one last question for you morgan unless you've got one as well but i'm curious having 21 years with us mm-hmm. where do you see bex another 20 years down the road what are we still doing I firmly believe that, uh, you know, w- with the next generation that Scott pointed out there at Extravaganza, um, that's, that's coming into to leadership. You know, we've got, uh, uh, Corey, um, Corey and his family and then, you know, Chris and Jason, you know, I firmly believe that in, in 20 years that, uh, Corey's going to be at the helm. He's going to still be, uh, helping manage the culture. He'll have people in place. Bethany will have passed the torch on our culture and brand experience. Um, all of us in this room will have trained and educated and passed the torch on. 
and uh, this culture, the thing that we have is special. You heard Jim Zimmer talk about it today. And I think that's going to just continue to roll um, because it's contagious and it's um, not any other company's business model can replicate it. And so I really think that uh, we're in a unique position. Sonny's told me multiple times that, look, even if somebody in the family wanted to sell the way they have it structured, that really can't happen. And so the company's not going to sell. They're making huge investments still in, in land and in, in infrastructure. Uh, I think we're just going to keep on keeping on, Dave, in 20 years. I agree. I think we're here to help farmers succeed for the long haul. I don't see that changing. And just a personal plug for myself, I would like to just mow the grass somewhere at a facility because we take such pride in that. <laughs> and I love straight lines. So is that an okay retirement plan? Yeah, I think I mean, so. I, as long as they let me do that in the summer. I'm I'm pretty sure you've got a shoe in for that. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm I'm really good with a zero turn. So Todd Marchand, if you're listening, you know, put my name in the hat for that. Morgan, anything else to ask David I'm good. today? Okay, anything you else you would like to add, David? No, I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you guys. Uh, you know, it's at, at Bex is uh, amazing the relationships that we get to build on on a daily basis, whether it's with customers or other employees. And so uh, appreciate what you guys do with these, these podcasts to get the messages out there to share uh, where some of it's rooted at and where it comes from. So thank you. No, thank you, David. And I just had an email this week that a brand new employee chose Bex because they listened to Across the Acres and they felt the culture and they said, I want to be a part of that organization. They pursued us, got an application and got the job. And so if that's what we do by sharing messages from gentlemen just like David Frederick, that's the goal. So pretty yeah. cool. We're going to wrap with our fun fast oh, five. Yeah. I love this. So sit back and enjoy the show here. Uh, let's begin. Android or iPhone? iPhone. 80s or 70s? 80s. Ooh, okay. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. How about tattoos or piercing? Neither. <laughs> and then could you, or would you rather win the lottery or have your dream job? I already have my dream job. I knew you were going to say that. I could feel that one, right? I knew that was coming. That's the passion. That's, cop out. That's the reason we had him here, ladies and gentlemen. The man's already got what he wants in life. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Well, it has been a true pleasure, David Frederick, to have you with us today on Across the Acres. Please join us next time where our goal, again, is to connect, challenge, and inspire. We ask that you share your thoughts on people or topics for future podcasts by reaching out to us via email at edu at bexhybrids.com. That's edu, short for education, at bexhybrids.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms, including We Are Bex. Please give us that five-star rating and follow us on the podcast provider of your choice. We wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and until next time, we will catch you across the acres. <laughs>